I need another hit. I gotta have it. Give it to me. Today's process is this. The power of status. Sit back, relax. Let's light the lantern. Well, hello there, Rangers. Wade Skalski here. Lawyer, online entrepreneur, and your guide to the understory. Because this place is filled with monsters and bandits, here comes your first warning. Although I am a lawyer, this podcast is not for legal advice. If you work with me, you must have a signed agreement. This podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. All right, let's enter the understory. Remember, admission is free, but understanding always has a price. Let's light the lantern. What is up, Rangers? Those of you who are stuck in the understory against your will, and those of you who are stuck in the understory on paper, on purpose, Wade Skalski here, the understory lawyer. That noise in the background is not a uh, plane about to crash into my house. It is my neighbor's yard service doing their yard. Uh, I can't wait today. I got too much stuff going on. So um, we're going to do the podcast and live stream right now. And that noise, you're just going to have to deal with it. So, all right. So I stumbled while I was uh, going on Facebook, uh, which uh, I I have changed my relationship with Facebook greatly, and uh, I view it much more now as an opportunity to connect with potential clients and to bring people into my world and uh, to get my message out there versus more of a hey I'm gonna put cat videos and uh, pictures of what I'm gonna eat up there. So. Because Facebook is an interesting thing. Um, I'm going to do a whole podcast on Facebook as a self later. But the one thing is, is that I was kind of, Facebook has this new thing called Facebook gaming. So if you press, if you're looking on your mobile app and you go to look at the bottom of your phone when you're in the Facebook, in the Facebook, there's a little square that has like little marks inside of it. And if you press that, that will take you to Facebook. It'll take you to, I think, the watch part of the videos, but Facebook gaming is in there. And for whatever reason, um, I, I was drawn to this guy named Spart. Like, there's this video of a guy playing a game called his name is Spartacus with a K, and he uh, was playing Call of Duty Warzone, which is I wasn't even aware of what Call of Duty Warzone was. I probably played Call of Duty Xbox like I don't know, 16 years ago, seven, 20 years ago, whatever. Um, so I used to I wouldn't call myself a I used to play games, but I wouldn't call myself a gamer. A gamer is someone who, you know, falls into the serious gameplay. They buy the game, they buy all the merch, they buy the accoutrements, they're on forums to talk about it. And uh, that wasn't me. I would just play first first person shooters now and then, or maybe do like a role playing game or whatever, right? Uh, so I'm a nerd. I'm happy to admit that I nerded out when I was younger. So anyway, so, so I'm familiar with Call of Duty. I'm familiar with the first person shooter. And... Um, so strange for some kind of reason, it was something about it. That I was like, I'm going to watch this. Right. And so I was like, well, what is this all about? This whole streaming thing. So I looked at, I got in, I, I opened it up and I watched it and, uh, I was fascinated by a couple different things. So the way that it's set up, if you're not familiar with, with the gaming is that there'll be an inner, uh, an, you know, a box with a guy who's sitting in there, who's pl- guy or gal who's playing the game. Right. Then the game, their screen will be overlaid behind them so you can see what they're actually doing. And then they'll run commentary and then there's a chat. And so like this guy had 2000 people watching him play this game. I was like, 2000 people? What's going on? So I started to watch it and 
it was very powerful, a very powerful marketing lesson and a very powerful lesson in and of itself. So I've always known about what's called the feel good uh, feel good chemicals, right? That your brain produces dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins. And your brain produces these to encourage good behavior when you do things to basically help keep you alive. Right. And one of the, one of the chemicals serotonin is for status. Right. And so we're always searching for status. That's one of the things that elite level marketers try to use against us is like, Hey, if you buy this Gucci bag and you pay $2,000 for this bag, it will give you status. Right. If you buy this car that, you know, a Honda will get you from A to B, but this Jaguar, this Jaguar will get you from A to B with status. So you're like, Oh, I'm drawn to the status. Right. And those are very powerful tools uh, that your brain wants status because status means survival. Back in the day when we were all like nomads or hunter gatherers or whatever we were, if you had a really high status, really high status in the, in the tribe, then you weren't going to get thrown out of the tribe, right? So if you were like an awesome hunter, no one's going to get rid of the guy or gal who brings in the food. Okay. Typically it was a guy back then, but like whatever, no one's going to bring in the guy or the gal who brings in the food or like for the women, like we're the shamans or the healers. Nobody's going to, is going to exile the healer. So you're going to have a lot of give. If you have a lot of status, you can make mistakes. You're not going to get thrown out of the tribe. And so status is like super, super important. The other thing is, is that status is important to mating, right? So like if you're in the tribe and you were the highest ranked male, then you were going to be able to have kids and then, you know, nature, you're, you're going to pass on your DNA and it's going to go forward. And then, you know, so your brain's like, yes, we want to do that. We want to live and we want to have babies and status allows you to do both of those things. So status is incredibly important in our brain. And we haven't, unlo- we haven't offloaded that out of our programming yet. So everyone's like status, status, status. And status, so there's a status element in this, in the uh, stream, which I was like, I, I experienced and then I actually engaged in because I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to check this out. I'm going to feel what this is. So you can buy stars, right? And so stars are something that like you, you pay whatever it is. Like, I think it's a, it's a penny. Of, let's just say it's a penny of star. So you buy 500 stars for $5. And what happens is. Is that you can in the chat, you can just chat and say whatever you want. But if you attach stars to it, then you typically the, the streamer will almost always acknowledge that statement. It's sort of like in YouTube when you'll watch a YouTube chat, like you have the option of adding money to your question, and then that your question will get answered more often, right? So that that's that's kind of the status thing. But in this specific instance, the reason why the status part was so important was when you would when you would put a stars in, right? The person would actually say your name and they'd be like and coming with 100 stars, thank you, Wade, right? And then they would like, and they would have sound effects. The higher the level of the gift, there might be sound effects, there might be a gift that goes with it, there might be um, a, a little video overlay, right? And then what can happen is, is that because you're acknowledged by the person that's the head person of the stream, because they're running the stream, right? That's the person with the most status because it's their stream. That person acknowledges you and then gives you status. And you immediately feel good because your brain will release serotonin and then you're like, oh, I want to, I want to experience that again. So I'm like throwing this guy stars. I'm like, that's awesome. I'm throwing this guy stars, right? And and he's like, wait, wait. And this guy, you know, whatever. And then you kind of can get into the. I don't know if you've ever been to a dueling piano bar, but one of the things that's really fascinating is like one of the guys. They'll find out who like the two big colleges are, right? That are rivals that are in the audience, and they'll start to play the college theme songs. And then if someone from the other college gives more money, then they'll play the other one, and it creates this duel of college theme songs. And then everyone starts throwing money because of the status. So why is this important? Okay. So number one is you've got to know, like I knew what was happening, like, cause I'm aware of the status drug, right? So I could like put the kibosh on it, but I also wanted to experience it 
just to reinforce to me how powerful it is. Even if you know what's happening, it was like awesome to have the guy say, wait, thanks, whatever. And I could ask him a question or whatever. I was like, this is cool. Now you could spend all your money and hours and hours like gambling on there. It's like you get, you get the juice, right, from doing it. I wouldn't recommend doing that, but it's a very powerful concept. So one, you need to know that so that you can protect yourself against it, all right? So that when you when you look at elite level marketers, what they're doing, like, okay, this elite level marketer is, they're trying to impact my status now, right? Or like the endor, like endorphins, um, endorphins are like when you complete a task. So a lot of times you'll have, um, in a in a stream in a client journey, the elite level marketing will have you complete a small task, right? So they'll say, okay, what I want you to do right now is X, right? And then you know I do it at the end of my podcast. It's 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 I'll say, hey, what I want you to do is take out your journal, write this down. I do that for two reasons. One is that uh, I think that when you write something down in your working papers, it it helps get it into your brain because you're. If you're watching a live stream, you're seeing it, you're hearing it, and then you use pen to paper and you tactfully get it into paper, it's going to stick. But the second reason is, is because it's going to give you endorphins, it's going to give you a positive feeling, and that gives you a positive feeling with a, um, a positive feeling for you and me together. Because I want to build that bond with you, and the only way I can do it is get get um, use what I know to help do that with my content, but also to build those endorphins and build that those, those that tr- um, the trust, but also those feelings together. So I tell you why I do it. Um, it's not. You know, I'm not doing it nefariously. I want you to hear my content because if you're stuck in a nine to five right now and you want to get out, I know how hard that is. And I know that I can increase your chances of success tenfold. And so, um, you know, Tom Hopkins always says that if your tactics are sound, it doesn't matter if people know about them or not. So I always tell everyone what I do because it's it's a concept that you need to understand that elite level marketers will will try to use against you. So that's issue number one. But issue number two is like, you need to know about this so that you can use it for you in a good way. Not not to try to manipulate people, but to use it to your advantage. Like all the content that I do is I want to create a relationship between us digitally, right? A connection where we can you can learn to like and trust me. Um, and I do the podcast every single day as a power of consistency. So it's not like if you go online and you see someone online and you get into their funnel, all you're seeing is the stuff that's in their funnel that they want you to see. And then that could all be done perfectly and again and again and again. One of the reasons why I do this every single day is because you see me when I'm high, you see me when I'm low. It's really hard to fake messaging live every single day. Like, uh, that's why I started running the live streams. I was like, I got to do these live, right? And that's when I record the podcast. So you may have screw ups or my wife may come in and then I may get upset and then I got to work on the divine interruption and all that. But you need to know that if your message is look as an entrepreneur you're the sole the sole purpose of an entrepreneur really Steve Larson says that he's the conductor right um, Russell Brunson says it's to get their message out right I it's it's you put two things you put those two things together and that's what an entrepreneur is you have to have some kind of mission that you're on I call it your ranger mission that is the most important thing in your commerce life now, a lot of people, will they'll, they'll link them to the commerce and their connections. Um, mine's not linked very strongly between commerce and connections, other than my, I integrate my wife into the support mechanism of what I'm doing. So, for example, um, some people have like, they do like couples counseling or whatever, and then they're, they're married and they do it together. Like, we don't do that. My wife and I are separate in what we do. But, but I integrate her in the connections in terms of the support so she understands. But you, as an entrepreneur, you better have a, a miss, you know, Brett, or Darren Hardy calls it a sacred mission. I call it your ranger mission. You better have something that you're driving to that allows you that when things get hard, that you can hold on to. And if you, if that thing is positive for you and positive for 
your prospective clients, right? Your part, your the part of your tribe that you're trying to build. Then you can use some of these things judiciously to help you build the tribe. Like my number one goal right now, who I'm helping right now is people who are stuck in a nine to five to get out because I know what that feels like. I know how horrible it is to feel trapped. That you that you literally will not like a fox if it's trapped in a in a trap will not its own leg off to get away. Right. The problem is, is that a fox with only three legs doesn't last very long in the wild. Lots of people will do things like that. They'll self, they'll they'll self destruct their whole life to get out of a situation and that they hate only to never recover or never be the same or their family's never the same. And so I don't want those things to happen for you. So when I say yes, I use a little bit of the of the little bit of the dopamine, right? A little bit of the dopamine at the end, right? A little bit of the serotonin with the with the ranger, like getting you in the ranger cohort, right? Um, but. But I'm upfront about it, and I tell you because I it, those things. I want my people to feel good. I want us to all have fun on this journey together, right? And I don't do it nefariously because I tell you about it. And the mission that I'm on is is a is a good one. It's it's to help people to move entrepreneurs towards their creative power. But you can't be an entrepreneur if you're stuck in a nine to five. You can't be an entrepreneur if you don't know the difference between I got to find my place and make my place. And I need you to listen to me long enough to be able to have those realizations for yourself to be like, oh, I got it. And then you can start then you can start producing at a level that you've never seen before because you don't need to set it, sedate or medicate. You don't need to sedate or medicate yourself because you know exactly what you're doing. You've got your you know that you're in a help trap. You define the help game, you define the serve game, and then you just go to work. You get your Z project and you just go to work. And that's it because you know. And then when you're not, you're present with your family when you're with your family because you know what you're doing. Cough button. Oh, I had a, I had a ferret stuck in my throat there. Sorry, that was a, that was a long one. So what I want you to do is take out a Ranger Field Journal. If you don't have a Ranger Field Journal, take out a regular journal. If you don't have a regular journal, for the love of God, go buy yourself a journal. But for right now, take out your Unicorn Trapper Keeper from the fifth grade. And what I want you to do is I just want you to write down the word status and then write some thoughts about it. What does it mean to you? Can you see how, can you see how elite level marketers use it against you? Can you see how it can be used as a positive? And just remember, there is no end if you stay in the path to understanding. If you are listening to this podcast and you are an online entrepreneur, I know exactly what it feels like to be you because I am one. I know what it's like to know that you are smart and work your ass off, but always feel like you cannot get traction. I know what it feels like to have your spouse support you outwardly, but on the inside, they're saying to themselves, is this going to work? And I know that you want to create something in business, but you always end up chasing the same dollar over and over. Or maybe you want to create something in the arts, but you feel like you shouldn't play there. So you wander in the forest, stuck in the understory. I spent over 40 years there fighting the same monsters and bandits over and over. And when I discovered that if you learn what the understory is and you start to go there on purpose, you can find a clearing where you have clarity and power in your commerce, connections, and creations. You handle the forest like a badass ranger with the proper mindsets and skill sets that you need. Not once chosen for you by some guru or your parents, but chosen by you on paper on purpose. 
We can walk the understory together, but I cannot find you unless you raise your hand and say, I'm over here. Subscribe to my email list at understorylawyer.simplecast.com. Let's find your clearing together, a place free of entanglements, a place with a bedrock foundation, and a place where you set the boundaries, not anyone else.